Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Life is Short ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Can you guess what this is? It looks gross, I know. Uh, it doesn't look gross. It looks like some sort of stew. Yeah. Stew. Oh, the eggplant bean. Okay, stew. I am really into this. I, You know when you find a dish that makes you think, I could maybe be a vegetarian. Isn't it delicious? It's delicious. And I added, um, well, guess what I added to it? Because so, so for people not in the know <laughs> up on current hot topics, um, there is a New York Times recipe that Christian sent me that is a veggie stew. It's, it's uh, who is, is it? Ali Slagle's? I love how you say for those who don't know, there's like three people on the planet who do know, <laughs> I know. what we're talking no, no. about right well, that's now. That's what I was, that's what I was joking about. Uh, that's funny. Oh, I missed the joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's the New York Times app they have great recipes i feel like if you miss a joke of mine i so trust and admire your sense of humor that if you miss a joke of mine it i assume it means it's just not funny i wouldn't assume that i i think the more likely explanation is i didn't have my cup of todd today so Mm. i'm a little i'm not quite as sharp as i normally feel oh it's a todd it's a todd free doggy (laughs) it's a todd free poo dollar (laughs) um why didn't you have todd i don't know I don't know. I just didn't. Well, I've had I've had three Joes. Wow. Getting back to important topics. The veggies do so good. Guess what I added to it though? It's um Um I actually know what you added to it because you already told me. Oh, okay. Jackfruit. <laughs> jackfruit, yes. Uh added jackfruit. And I added okra and some I don't think yours had lentils, did it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It is really good. And especially when you mush it all together, when you kinda like overcook a lot of it. It's it tastes this, meaty. It does. There's something meaty about it. I'm telling you, try, try tossing in some jackfruit if you want extra meat. What is on your short list? Okay, yes, I'm glad you asked. I know I've been saying this and it became even a little bit. I've been saying it so much about having a science factoid and a little new science news that I wanted to tease. I've been sitting on this one for two weeks now and I would love to talk about a little science fact. I really want to get to it. Uh, a couple little science things, fun, fun, uplifting. A couple science things. Yeah, but one in particular. I want to make sure I get to one. And then um, if there's time, I want to discuss, uh, I've been thinking a lot about it, nostalgia versus current lately for, for a couple of reasons. They they announced that they are going ahead with Dodgeball 2. And a couple days before that, there was like the news that they're doing Galaxy Quests again. And yeah, I've been thinking about nostalgia and aging and the passing of time and now being in a, in a position where I am in a different phase of my life and how I feel about that. Uh, so, wow. but that's my short, yeah, maybe too long a short list. What's that's on an yours? ambitious short list. It, it is. <laughs> but we'll see what we can do. My short list this week is very simple. Good. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my quarterback, oh, Mr. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Yes, indeed. Should we get, you know, we don't have time for Jerry, but. No, soon though. We should get Jerry back We on. should. Jerry, since you're listening, why don't you text both of us, please? Uh, when you're next available to be on the show. But see, here's why I don't think he'll do that. Because he doesn't want, he doesn't like us knowing that he listens. That's true. You know, my father-in-law, Hal is, um, he wasn't crazy. He thought we got fleeced, as he said. He thought the Jets got fleeced. Well, I'll, let's talk about okay, it okay, after okay, this okay. cold open. Sorry. Okay. This is just a tease. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've mm. never been very good at teasing. Okay, fellas. My shirt's coming off my shoulder. Oh. <laughs> So stay tuned. Life could be a dream. Life could be a dream. 
You're listening to Life is Shorter. We are your hosts, Justin. And Christian. Oh, Dell TechFest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technology is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com deals. If you're a fan of breathtaking, shocking, and sometimes sinister tales, then check out Audible's new collection of exclusive thrillers. It features captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances, so you feel like you're in the story. One title that's next on my list is called Trapdoor by J.P. Pomer. Uh, it's about five strangers, you know I love stories about strangers, who get held hostage in a cellar that's filling with water. water. And the whole thing's being live-streamed by a camera high above reach. Shorties, listen along with me. As an Audible member, you can get one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash long or text long to 500-500. That's audible.com slash long or text long to 500-500. Hello, hello again. Shaboom and number will meet again. Yeah, people do say that sometimes. Longa, you know how they add a, a vowel to, to a G sound? Long. Longa. Long. Longa. Have you ever heard that? Never been, never been too crazy about that name. No, neither have I. You both have to not be crazy about your last names. I, yeah. I, I hesitate to say that because I don't want to, not that it should be offensive it shouldn't to our ancestors. Be offensive. No, they didn't but pick I feel the name. Like it, I know, but there's something about, like saying you don't like the name is, uh, I think people might conflate that with, you know, not like liking your, f- your lineage or something. Uh, no, I mean lineage. What's it's like? I don't know. I I don't. No, nah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I I don't think it means that it's a thing that you didn't pick. It's like the names in general seem very arbitrary. Have you talked to somebody who's like, oh, who did I meet yesterday? Oh, you know, I met a um Reagan. I met a Reagan who was like twenty six or twenty seven years old, and I just assumed her parents named her after. Ronald Reagan. And I, and so I asked her, are you um, named after the, the president? She goes, well, uh, sort of a little bit. And I said, well, who, who else? Like, how can it be sort of? It's either one. And she said, also as an afterthought kind of, she was like, well, also, um, I think it's like a Shakespeare character. And I was like, oh, yes, King Lear. King Lear. Oh, yeah. King Lear. It's so one of the daughters, right? One of the daughters. I think Cordelia, Cor- Cornelia and, and I forget. But the you know, if she's 26, she would have been born well after Reagan was out of office. Her parents would have had to be such Reagan fans That's that they true. were just biding their time. Bidening, had bidening their time. <laughs> uh, that, that's true. You got so excited that you got close to the microphone. <laughs> I did, repeated it. Oh, I want you to hear my joke. Um, or or she's named after Ron, Ronnie Jr. Oh, yeah. Ron, Ron Reagan. Or Nancy Reagan. Yeah. Because she yeah. was alive for a while. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, the one good thing about our who, name, I would say, anywho, is that it's very easy. Like once in a while, if I'm giving my name to to someone in some official capacity, 
once in a while, I'll have to repeat it. You know, some, someone won't get it the first time. But usually, it's a really easy name to convey, which is has made my life much more convenient. Think about some of those. Some, I, think about some I, names I like young, especially not to stereotype, but like um, Gen Z names, like twenty-one-year-old kids' names. I was watching the NFL draft last night. Oh, they have yes. some pretty wild first names, <laughs> like n- brand new names that I've never heard of before. <laughs> Yeah. And I imagine Brand they have to names. spell it a lot. Like people are probably often like how do you spell that J A W what? Yes, I know. Um I met an Elek and Elek yesterday, E L E K. And he said, I said, where's that from? I've never met an Elek. He said, I've never met an Elek. Apparently it's a Hungarian name. His parents aren't Hungarian, but they just I don't know, looked up the name and liked it. His dad I, was a big fan of Carmen Electra. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> So okay, so how do you feel? How do you feel about who they just got? How do you feel about their newest quarterback? Okay, so I don't have much of an opinion on who they just drafted. He's um, Will McDonald from Iowa State. Yeah. yeah, he looks great. You know, they show these clips of them when they get drafted, and they look incredible. Yeah, I'm sure he's good. But Zach Wilson um, looked pretty great too in those clips. He did. He did. <laughs> but the big news this week is the Jets, our team, officially got their quarterback for next year. At least next year. Hopefully not just next year, but at least for next year. How um, old is Aaron, Aaron Rodgers? Rogers. He's 39, I think. You know, there's something about it where, like, I, I'm excited because they're going to have a lot of, you know, marquee games. They're going to get a lot of primetime games. They're probably going to play on Thanksgiving, they think, because it's going to be such a draw, the, all the Jets games this year. And I'm excited because I'm pretty sure they're going to be good, at least good, because he's uh-huh. one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. They almost, for context, they almost made the playoffs last year. Sorry, I have veggie stew in my mouth. With a, I, I'm sorry to the Wilson family, but he was a, a subpar quarterback. I almost choked on. What was the last? What if that's the last thing I said? The like, last, your last it, words were but, saying that Zach Wilson was a subpar quarterback. Your eye, when you almost did choke. I saw it in your eyes. There was like a split second of panic. There was. You know, when you, when, yes. Yes, I should chew. I should swallow. I should have been eating on a podcast. Or talking while you're eating. No. You should let me talk. <laughs> no, I, I know. Sorry. Okay. But that is good context. Yes. Yeah. So they, the Jets have, in my lifetime, really, never had a great quarterback. And certainly not in the last 15, 20 years. It's been a long time. So they finally have this great quarterback. I'm excited. All of that. It's going to be fun to follow them this year. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, what happens if they are good and they're in really important games late in the year. Something that I haven't experienced with them in a long time. More anxiety. It's just going to make my anxiety level rise. It's going to make it hard for me to enjoy the games. And then I thought, shit, if they were ever in the Super Bowl, I might be too nervous to watch the game, even though there's something really crazy about it because I care so much. Yet when I do the mental arithmetic of imagining them winning, let's say they win the Super Bowl for the first time since 1969. We would have to go. That's the thing. Go to the game. I don't want to go to the game. I prefer watching at home. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, yeah, I'm sure it'd be exciting. But then what happens the next day? What happens the next day? I know that. Wow. You only know your whole existence as a football fan is an underdog. Is that of an underdog? Oh, more than that. A loser. I've yeah. always been a loser. <laughs> I've, I root for three teams. I root for the Knicks. I root for the Mets. And uh-huh. I root for the Jets. And they've never won. None of those teams have ever won. And the Mets won in 1986. I don't remember it because I was too young. Uh-huh. But I've never experienced winning. So huh. I imagine them winning. 
And it sounds fun to think about, but then you wake up the next day. Right. And then what? Yeah, then what? Yeah. How is you, your life? You know, pe- people say, people say, well, uh, I can't wait to go to the parade. That's going to be so fun going down Broadway. <laughs> You're not going to want to. I'm not going to go to that parade. <laughs> no, no. That sounds. Full you... of a bunch of drunk. No. Animals. I'm not going to oh, do that. And guys of all so generations. Then what? And I, like, what do I like, Yeah, I'm going to rub it in with my friends. Like I, the one fun thing to imagine is. We have some friends like Togo is a Patriots fan. It's fun to kind of rub it in our friends. Because he's been doing faces. it for oh, yeah. decades. But other than that, I don't, once I think about them winning, even though I care so much. Isn't that funny? It's a strange thing because I don't, I, know. I don't know if it would change my life at all. I wouldn't feel proud. I didn't contribute to the win. I would imagine that you, the game you'll be more nervous for if they make it that far is the championship because- they haven't been. They haven't played in a Super Bowl in, in your lifetime. So it's making me nervous just to think sorry, about it. I, I'm going to be nervous for both of those games. Uh, also, because they're supposed to win now. There's a there, like you said. There's a le- level of expectation. Exactly. And it'll be only. It's only setting up for potential disappointment. But, but expectations when the bar is set too high, uh-huh. you're bound to be disappointed. Every time there's a game where they get knocked out of the playoffs, you always say the same thing. It's always like, well, at least now I can just relax and watch the games. I know exactly. It's more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully anyway. they won't. Hopefully they won't. Well, They'll anyway. still suck. <laughs> They're hopefully. Yeah. With any luck. Hopefully. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is it's it's interesting because he's a guaranteed great player. He's a Hall of Famer. But do you think his I don't know. I mean, it doesn't still doesn't guarantee anything. I mean No, he could he could uh, you know, break his pinky toe on the first day of training camp and be out for six months. I like that in that hypothetical you gave him something kind of innocent to break, something not that serious. I thought about that as I was saying it, I reeled back and I tried <laughs> to think of the most benign injury I could think of. <laughs> Although if it was his pinky toe, do you think they would say his pinky toe, don't you think fans would be so irate? They'd say, they'd say toe. Or foot. They wouldn't specify which toe, oh, probably. Yeah. I also didn't want to say anything more gruesome because I don't want to put that out of into course. the universe. Yes, of course. Um, but they should be good. Fingers crossed. But really, finger, fingers crossed that they're not good because it'll, <laughs> it'll help make my fall much less anxiety-ridden. Yeah, yeah. I I was just, that's true. And now all these Jets fans are going to like blame you. All these uh, superstitious Jets fans, if they don't do I wonder well. how many um, sports fans we have listening. Uh, I, and really what I'm asking is, how many people are really <laughs> bored by this conversation we're listening? It's probably, well, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. I The people that I meet and the letters that we get, um, I would say it's probably the minority of them would be football NFL fans. I don't know, though. Well, maybe we need a separate show, a separate podcast uh, where yes. we just talk about this kind of stuff sports. uh sports are short but life is wondery hey life. wondery if you guys are listening <laughs> just Dave, do one every day marshall can we have um, a sports show please yeah with jerry we'll do it with the, the three of us oh that'd be fun um i i'm just excited for football season at all i love watching the draft i missed the draft but last night but i what i love most about it is just like the the excitement that the these because they're kids they're like kids who are like they're it's like you get to watch Everyone who gets drafted, at least in the first couple of rounds, you get to watch their like dreams come true with oh, one phone really call. It really is so sweet. They're like these massive, yeah. like giant, giant Giants. kids. Yeah. But they're like these incredible physical specimens. But you forget that yeah. they're kids. Teens, like they, they're 300-pound yeah. teens. They're kids. And then, and then you hear them talk. They do a little interview with them after, after they get drafted. And they sound like kids. They yes. sound like giant kids. And it's there's something really sweet about it because- 
Leah, like you said, that's this is all they've ever wanted. And their dreams, you like watch someone's dreams come true. I know. It's really, it, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's really moving. It was. It's fun to watch on TV, but you see some of the people who are at the draft. Uh-huh. And nothing against the city that, of Kansas, nothing against Kansas City no, or, I or know, Chiefs they're... fans. It, that could have been anywhere in the country. The people who go to the draft, it's. I think I would be really scared to be there. They're really intense. A lot of them have, you know, painted faces and and elaborate getups that they're wearing. It's a little, yeah, grown. Uh, many of whom look older. And it cuts to like the person who did get drafted. Like we said, uh, a teen whose dreams are being realized, and their family's excited, and they're also excited. And and then there are a bunch of like mooks. In the, in the audience who were like, yeah, boo. That's... I wanted someone else. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted another incredibly talented teenager. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, I got to get to this really quick. My other things are going to wait, I suppose. Um, the science is going to wait? No, doing the science. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep, okay. I have a couple science things I want to discuss, but one I've wanted to for obviously a while. I've been talking about it. Uh, they discovered, there was a, a remarkable, I think, discovery, breakthrough, um, scientists learned that you know how whenever you do i remember doing this like an impression how do you do a turtle sound whenever like you're teaching kids about animal noises like um you know cows go moo and chickens cluck cluck and dogs whoop, and you get to a turtle because i always love i always love turtles and turtles how do you do a turtle sound uh, i think i sort of um i think it's like this it's like all right, we're going to take that up in the next senate hearing and we're um oh you're thinking of mitch mcconnell yeah i just think mitch mcconnell now Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, the, uh, Mitch McConnell. Or, you know, Aaron Rodgers has a little bit of a... Hey, that's my quarterback. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, turtles, they dis- they discovered uh, that turtles, scientists have now discovered that turtles talk. I always knew that... I remember hearing my box drum make... Uh, every once in a while, it would make like a like a grunting noise. Like a, what was his name again? And I, and Charlie? Vic, Victor. 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 And I had a couple box turtles. I wonder if there was a Charlie, but I once saw them. Uh, I, have you ever seen a, a video of turtles trying to mate or mating successfully? Like, like, look up Galapagos turtles mating. I'm not going to do that. I don't want the, that. I'm tortoises. Algorithm. Look up tortoise. No. <laughs> look up tortoises No, I'm mating. not going to look that up. It's pretty fascinating. They're like, they make like, kind of like hissing and like, and then like, like grunting sounds. So they just discovered that they communicate. They do that. They, they're talking to each other. New research suggests, this was in Smithsonian Mag, that many of them do in fact use vocalizations to communicate. They first realized the conventional wisdom was wrong when this scientist named Gabriel Yurgovich Cohen, he successfully recorded his pet turtle Homer making several sounds. He broadened his search and managed to capture noises from 50 species of turtles, almost none of which had been recorded before. These sounds varied hugely, from grunts to chirps to snorts to clicks. The reason for the communication varied, too, with some turtles using it to woo females and others vocalizing while fighting male rivals. Uh, Jurgowicz Cohen says these noises were probably missed in the past because they were so infrequent. Some of these animals, this is my impression of him, some of these animals, he said, make a sound every two days. (laughs) I thought, imagine if people just made a sound... I guess like monks, probably some monks, you know. Boil down all your thoughts to the most important thought, let's say, <laughs> over the course of two days. I'll bet you come up with something pretty good. Or would you feel too much pressure? Too much pressure. Really? Well, I bet you'd well, get used to it, though, if that if that was your life. If you had one sentence or one, like, 
60-second monologue, let's say, mm. every two days. Huh. That would be really, really challenging. I mean, at first, you would probably just get as many words out as you possibly could in I those just 60 go on seconds. A yeah. tear. Well, because I'd be writing things down. I'm, my memory is so bad that that would be my, my fear is that the thing I really wanted to say or express, I would have forgotten. Um, and so I'd, I'd, I'd be thinking of, you know, the whole time, like, oh, God, I, there was something yeah. I wanted to say. Um, but I thought that was really... That's interesting. I thought it was interesting. And Isn't nothing cool? against turtles, but in all likelihood, what are they What are they communicating that, that's well, that interesting to their friends? Well, it's, like, it's like we talk about like wooing females or... Yeah. Or like there's uh, danger over there. You know, it's like alerting right. your friends. Or, yeah, fighting. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've come to learn uh, Ruse, the, our cat's different noises. You know, he has different... I mean, I can know when he's like kind of annoyed if I pick him up and he doesn't want to be picked up. But he's like, mm. I mean, they sound like human versions of, of those feelings, like annoyance uh, or desire, like a uh, whimper. He'll like when he wants food. Do you, have you picked up my, have you learned my um, sounds yet? Oh no, I missed. Uh, oh, that means like you're riveted by what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you want more. And I like that the turtle that led to all of this, the one that he first recorded speaking was Homer. The first. That is, I was going to say. That's a great name for a turtle. Homer. It's a great name Homer. for any living creature, I think. Is this is this uh is this the end of the head? I think it probably should be because we're um it's getting a little inflated. Yeah. Yes, I, as it were. Um okay. Okay. Well, let's uh head now into the down the esophagus uh into the second part of the show. Um so anywho, let's get there. Any, let's oh. get to the thorax after um, this short break. Life could be a dream, sweetheart. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to pop in and uh, say hello from this beautiful resort right on the beach. <laughs> I'm actually here in the recording studio. Christian's it's Christian studio. Busted. I feel like I kind of am. I'm getting a little taste of the tropics because I've been enjoying Tropical Smoothie Cafe's new chia oatmeal pudding bowl. Ooh, what's that one like? Well, I love chia seeds. I know they're really good for digestion. I think there's protein in there. So I, I want to find ways to, to eat more of them. Um, and, but this one also combines coconut milk, which I love, nice, creamy, healthy without the, uh, the dairy, and steel-cut oats, which um, also healthy, topped with um, chobani. You get some more protein with the Greek yogurt, some fresh blueberries, sliced banana, granola, more chia seeds, and and honey. Ooh, so I, I a little try, bit of sweet. It's good. I, I'd like to try that one. I, I've had the acai bowl, which is very delicious. It's Ooh. it's acai base. I see. Um, fresh strawberries, blueberries, sliced banana, some coconut, granola, Ooh. chia seeds. So get on Tropic Time now as you savor a new Tropic Bowl from your local tropical smoothie cafe. Here's a weird writing tip for work. Don't. Uh, hear me out. You can generate your draft fast with Canva Docs. Canva Docs have an AI text generator built in called Magic Write, which is powered by OpenAI. You can generate any text you want for work, including meeting agendas, job descriptions, marketing plans, sales proposals, you name it. Just start with a prompt and you'll have a draft in seconds. And all you need to do is tweak your draft and... You're done. It's a serious time saver and the perfect way to beat the blank page. You can even reword sentences, summarize or expand text, and so much more. One thing that sometimes stumps me is writing very basic descriptions for the podcast. 
And sometimes the hardest part is coming up with the very first couple sentences. Canva's magic write is so helpful because once it generates a few thought starters, the rest comes much, much easier. Try Canva Docs with an AI text generator built in. Generate your draft fast with Canva Docs at canva.com, designed for work. Hello, hello again, shaboom, and up we'll meet again. Letter time. Time. Letter, letter time. time. Letter, 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 time. My baby just wrote me a letter. Oh, give me a ticket to the aeroplane. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a letter from G. Rojas Flores. Subject, greetings from Norway and a controversial would you rather. Controversial would you rather. We love controversy on like Yeah, yeah, court controversy. Hi, Justin and Christian. First, I have to say how much I enjoy listening to your podcast. Uh, is that a slight? I want to do a slight Norwegian. It keeps me a lot of company while sitting at the office or when doing chores at home. I'm a oh, Chilean-born, excuse me for that Norwegian accent, that spot-on Norwegian accent I was doing. I'm a Chilean-born 47-year-old man but grew up in Sweden and for the past 20 years living in Oslo. Uh, I recently even got a Norwegian passport and it feels kind of cool to have two passports, kind of like a spy. Haha. <laughs> what if he really is a spy? That would be a thing. That would be like interesting cover. Well, Chilean, I, I think of Gustavo Fring from... Um, oh, I thought Juan Perón. Bad and Better Call Saul. Oh, he's, was he Chilean? Yeah. My name is uh, Gerardo. Is it Gerardo? Gerardo. But everyone calls me Jero, short of Geronimo that I was called when I was a baby. And Jero is so much easier to pronounce than Gerardo to Scandinavians. Um, I know you, Justin, have said that you would like to have kids someday. Well, it's the best thing I've ever done. I have two wonderful girls, one and three. And if you do the math, I got them both past 40. And that's, that's good news. I, I can't wait, as you know. I really feel good doing that. I think the timing was perfect for me. Having kids past 40 gives you the time to live life, have fun, and crossing a lot of pin there, done that off your list before changing poopy diapers. Do I have to use the word poopy? Quiz. Oh, what Bill Murray movie is that from? Do I have to use the word poopy? That does sound so familiar. Uh, is it Groundhog Day? Maybe. I think it's Groundhog Day. Yes, I think you're right. I also feel, thinking back, I was not mature enough to have kids before. I have a kind of unusual, okay, I have a kind of unusual and controversial, would you rather? A lot of people say if I got a time machine, I would go to the past and kill Adolf Hitler. Yes, I've thought about this a lot. So my question is, if you would go back to the past to kill a historical important person, who would it be? Great question. Would it be, excuse me, would it be Hitler, John Wilkes Booth, Shmi Skywalker, or how about Jesus or St. Peter who started the Catholic Church? Whoa, that's controversial. Uh, I really don't have anything against Jesus or Peter. It's funny to say you don't have anything against Jesus. I'm cool like, with I Jesus. Don't have anything yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Jesus, is, I don't have anything against Jesus. Um, that's funny. Uh, I really don't have anything against Jesus, uh, says says Jero or Peter, but then maybe we could be vacationing on the moon or Mars because of how much the Catholic Church have stopped science from moving forward. Wow, that's an interesting idea um, and probably really offensive to some listeners. <laughs> um, I'm embarrassed to say it. I don't know who Shmi Skywalker is. Is that like um, Darth Vader's Oh, it's a character. It's, a... it's the mother... The mother of Anakin Skywalker. Okay, oh, so it's, is that Natalie 
Portman's character. Wow, he's a he's a, and I mean this in the best way. I mean this in the most glowing terms. He's a huge nerd because that's a deep that, cut in the Star that's Wars a deep universe. Cut. Yeah, he had to say it without specifying who that is. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the nerdy part. Yeah. Yes, Shmi Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> yes, Shmi. 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 Um, that's a rough name, Shmi. Anyway, I would, if you were to go back in the past, uh, because it also suggests that. His question was, would you kill a historical person, an important person? And now it, it suggests that he's so into the Star Wars uh, world, the universe, that he, he might think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a good question. I mean, have you really thought about that? Um, yeah. You know, I think of, like, stupidly, I think of Back to the Future too much, and I think of the space-time continuum and messing that up when I think about going back in time and... Um, Doing something like killing someone who's had such a huge impact on the world negatively so, so, or positively. Yeah. But I, I, I thought about this recently because you, you both have to think about Back to the Future 2 a lot and how it affects the space-time continuum. Um, I thought about this because I think I, I don't know if it was on the show. I'm, I'm now forgetting what things happened to me on the show, Rob. But we were talking about um, if you had the sports almanac uh, from mm -hmm. 50 years in the future, it wouldn't be as much fun because like, I love sports so much. It would take away all it would take away your anxiety though to your it point would. earlier it would make this coming season a lot easier yeah um anyway if but actually killing a historical figure who then would go on as a child as a baby who would go on like let's say hitler who would go on to have an obviously horrible impact on the world uh by by killing so many people and and, and more than that like creating a movement which still shockingly and disgustingly persists yeah, in Hitler's our society. Yeah, a pretty easy answer. Um, it is. It is. Because so many other, like Idi Amin and Pol Pot, a lot of those movements That's the thing. There are, yeah, there are other, there are other ruthless out. people who arguably are responsible for even more deaths by just sheer number. Like Stalin, I think, is responsible for like- 20 million. 20 million deaths, which is, it's hard to even wrap your head around a number like that. But then what do you the do? Do you go sheer numbers or- is there one dictator that's especially evil in your mind? And I think they all kind of cancel each other out in my head where like, or like school shooters, you know, think about people who have done atrocious things in this world. But um, I would say my answer would be, I think I would, I would take out Mark David Chapman because. Oh, great the, answer. The man who killed John Lennon, because yes. obviously, you know, John Lennon, it's more of a cultural loss than a loss in terms of like magnitude of life or anything like that. But I think there's something about John Lennon being taken away from us too soon. That's always, it's always bothered me because there is, there is such a, he had such an impact while he was alive, such an impact on the world uh, culturally that it's, you always, I always wonder, I mean, everyone always wonders what he would have done. He died when he was 40. And I on know, top of that, on top 40. of that, Mark David Chapman didn't have a good reason. He was just, he just wanted to be famous. He wanted to be I seen. Know. And, he liked John. He was, and he John, was Lennon, John Lennon signed his album I earlier know. that day or the day before or something. Earlier that so day, So John Lennon had been, had done a nice thing for him on top of everything. God, I know. So there's, that and seems... he's still alive. And, and he's kind of, I mean, he has remorse now, I guess. I was reading about him recently that he was up for parole recently and, and he was like, you know, I, I'm sorry for what I did. And I've, you know, I have evil in my heart. But he was kind of like nonchalant sounding about it. Um, and he was like, yeah, I just wanted to be famous. And it, it, he didn't seem to have the level of regret that I would have hoped for. 
It's hard. That's I know. There's so many. First, malevolent. I'd go back in time and try to get him to therapy. Well, and that's that, what I was going to say. If that didn't work out, I would take other measures. That's what I was going to say. I would try to intervene in less murderous ways. Like, because the, the idea of, I mean, as horrible as Hitler turned out to be, when he's a baby, he's going to be an innocent. It's just like a an infant. I mean, he's, I don't, unless you subscribe to the idea that you're born evil, which I don't, I don't yeah, believe. You would coddle Hitler. Like, if you were to babysit baby Hitler, you would, you would make him feel... I wouldn't, coddle him, I wouldn't coddle him too much. What I would do is because he was a frustrated artist, I would be, I would like great expectations him. I would be his, his anonymous benefactor and buy all of his art and make him feel good about his artwork. So he doesn't go and look for us, you know, a scapegoat to express all his anger out on and, 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 and blame. I mean, that, that's what he did. I mean, he was like an angry, obviously someone who does that is like, has a lot of anger and hate in their heart. So I would try to I don't know. I would try to change the course of his psychological life. Mark David Chapman, I would be like, I would befriend him. I would, I would hang out with him and, you know, yeah, I, but, he was such a loner. But see with Hitler, I don't think, I think it's hard to blame his, what he did in any way really on the fact that he was a failed artist, because by that logic, think about all the failed artists who live in and around LA. Think about all the people who want to do a certain thing in their lives and don't get to. It's it's you know, it's it's a countless number of people who are in that position. So probably something else would have led him down that path, I think. I don't think it it, it you could root it in not getting to do something he wanted to do. I think I don't know if he was born that way, but there was something in him that was, you know, evil. I know. I know, but don't you think there's something in a lot of people that just doesn't get to express itself, that just doesn't come to fruition? Like, sure, there, but it doesn't you know, lead to killing millions of no. innocent people. No, no, of course, of course. I, I was just using, I guess, the Back to the Future template for like how you can affect uh, history and change. I because the truth is, if I were face to face with any baby, I mean, how do you? That's the whole. That's why it's such an interesting. Would you rather? It's such an interesting, like, moral dilemma because you're the 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 need on the one hand to save all of these people and to affect in a positive way uh, the historical order, and imagine how many more relatives and how many people would have been born if Hitler had died. You, you couldn't kill baby Hitler, but maybe six year old Hitler who was being a little shithead <laughs> and he was acting up. It'd be it'd be a little easier. It would be easier. Yeah, but have you ever seen a picture of baby Hitler? I mean, he's like he's adorable. <laughs> can you say that? Yes, can he you, was adorable. Can you say a positive thing about a baby Hitler? It's like... Of course. He was a, physically, he was adorable. He was an yeah. evil megalomaniac monster. Later, but, was, but not as a baby. No, but he was an adorable baby. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I could... And it would just be hard to kill anyone. Uh, I know. Well, you're not a murderer, nor am I. So it's hard to answer the question. Charles Manson would be a good one to pick just because... I mean, what he did, I'm thinking about, like you did with John Lennon, you know, Sharon Tate, she was such, uh, by all accounts, just such a, like, positive, like, light, you know, who was pregnant, who was, like, eight or nine months pregnant. I mean, it was, it's, it's like... Yeah, it's really impossible to pick one person because there have been so many people who have done horrible things that are bad for the world. But I think that's why you have to kind of make it personal. Like, for me, John Lennon is someone who I really regret not getting to see yeah into their older years you're right him having more time in the world would be just so beneficial selfishly to to you the things you value 
uh, back to Jiro. Uh, he said the thing about the Catholic Church that I won't uh, repeat, lest our parents well, are listening. It, it's not a terrible point. You know, the Catholic no, Church no, obviously not is actually... responsible for a lot of bad things, like of course. the Crusades. And I mean, of course. the Catholic Church did a lot of rotten, rotten things, but I would say they've also done a lot of really wonderful things over the last yeah, couple but, millennia. I mean, he's right to Jiro's so does, point. So there is some balance, I think. But I, yeah, he's not totally wrong. Anyway, um, anywho, anywho, back to Jiro. He said, yes, to answer your question, I grew up in a Catholic environment and did not like it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, say that might be an understatement. <laughs> it's not, it's... Yours sincerely, Jiro. Well, what? what? <laughs> I didn't say that about, after saying that about going back in time and killing St. Peter, just to say, I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, I didn't with... like my Catholic upbringing. <laughs> what if he was like, and yes, I am a devout Catholic. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I... I'm actually a... Uh, I'm a priest. Mon, mon, I almost said Monsignor. I hadn't thought about that term in a while. That's that's the right before, right after priest, right? Yeah, uh, it's like uh, it's like who's a cool, before a priest? A little title. A, de- a deacon. A deacon, deacon yeah. right. Uh, deacon Long. Uh, anyway, thank you, Jero. And uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, what, what, I mean, thought-provoking. Yeah, um, who, who would you, which baby would you murder, listeners? Well, he didn't say baby. Well, yes, like, as I a baby, would... you have to take out. That's the whole moral. That's the dilemma. He didn't say baby, did he? Didn't he? Uh... I think you made it into a oh. baby thing. Okay, if you could go back to the past to kill a historical. Oh, I see. Okay, to kill a historical. Uh, he didn't say historical... baby, right? So I would. He didn't. If I were to kill Hitler, I would kill him as an adult. Yeah, for sure. Uh, right before he rose to power, or yeah. as he was rising to power before. No, he, no, you want to get him know. beforehand. So it'd be easier to get, to get to him. Exactly uh, before he yeah. had. Like really excellent security around, him. or or I mean, this this is this is a question of vanity. Would you wait until he started saying, you know, like virulent, like uh, violently anti-Semitic things, things that had violent uh, connotations about uh, Jewish people? Wait till then. It, don't don't allow him to start the war or anything. You know, don't allow him to, to obviously kill anyone, but right before he, he launches his campaign. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's yeah, the sweet yeah. spot. You have to know that he's evil and uh-huh. has evil thoughts, but before he's able to truly act on his act evil on thoughts. Them. That, yes. Yes. That is a good time to kill Hitler. That's the sweet okay. spot. Well, I'm glad we established that. If you also want to write in, like Chiro, uh, our email address is lifeisshort at wondery.com. And... That mother is the end of the thorax, which mother? you know. I was talking to our mother. Oh, you're assuming she's listening? Yeah. <laughs> I think she heard a couple episodes and was like, oh, that's and cute. I'm, and I'm she good. might be done. Yeah. I, I get it. It's, it's kind of like just being at a dinner table with them. Um, All righty. All righty then. Let's head into the abdomen, the final section, where we listen to uh, a voice message. Oh, um, oh voice ooh, message. Me. Hi, oh, America. Me. Ryan Hi. Reynolds here. Ryan Reynolds leading you into the abdomen. That's a weird thing to name it. After this break. Shipping can make or break a sale. I know long shipping times and unreliable shipping are some of the main things I watch out for when making a purchase. So as your business grows, use ShipStation to help optimize how you ship your orders so you can stay competitive while you scale up. 
ShipStation helps you manage orders, print labels, compare rates, optimize every shipment, and automate delivery notifications. They integrate everywhere you sell online, including Amazon, Walmart, Shopify, and more. And that's true whether you're shipping 100 packages a month or thousands. ShipStation can simplify and automate your shipping no matter how big your business grows. They also have industry-leading discounted rates from USPS, UPS, DHL, and Global Post. Optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Use promo code LONG today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code LONG. I have a package arriving soon that I am very excited about. It's my new Viore activewear. I love this company. I'm actually wearing my men's performance joggers as I speak. I love them because I can wear them to work. I can wear them to work out. I can go to the store. I can meet up with a friend. Basically, I can wear them all the time. And it's not an overstatement to say they are the most comfortable pants I own. Viore's products are made to stand the test of time and encourage others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash long. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash long. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com slash long and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Hello, hello again. Shaboom and up we'll meet again. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Ernesto. I'm calling from Naples, Florida. I wanted to call to let you guys know that I look forward to Tuesdays and Fridays now. I listen to a podcast on Wondery called Morbid about murderous crimes. Cue the barbarian music. And I heard an ad about Life is Short and hopped on over. And I have to say, it's been bittersweet finding you guys. On one hand, I was able to binge almost three years worth of episodes. But on the other, now I kind of feel spoiled because I've reached the current episodes. And now I've got to wait. But at least I can consider myself an official shorty. Anywho, I have a would would you rather. Um, Living in Florida all of my life. I'm a Dolphins fan, and seeing as you guys are my sworn enemies, being Jets fans and all, I got to thinking, would you rather date the perfect woman or partner uh, just to find out that they are diehard fans of a rival sports team later on in a relationship, obviously, or wear a rival sports jersey or attire every day for a year everywhere you went? Could even be considered pajamas. Um, I've got to add... By the way, um, after listening to the episode of Lady of the Manor, or you guys kind of just promote it, I went and watched it, and it was great, especially the the classic Hannah farting in occupied rooms without initially knowing. I thought that was awesome. Um, Well, thanks again, and continue to be you guys. Best of luck going forward. And I've got to say, Justin, that Barbarian movie was, was a 10 out of 10. It was great. Can't wait to listen to future episodes, and stay safe. Thanks. Oh, man, that is so nice. What a great... Thanks, Ernesto. Um, so, uh, some good stuff in there. I, um, yeah, a lot of good stuff in there. Yes, it's it a, a great... great start, too, that with the hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Zach uh, the Bachelor. Yes. Also answers the question, 
um, if we have uh, football fans listening. Yeah, it does. It also answers the question, is Wondery promoting our show on, yes. on their other shows? On the show Morbid. So thank good you. good to know. I know Morbid's a very popular show, so that's really nice to know. That is really nice to know. Yes. Uh, thank you, Wondery, for doing that. That's awesome. And it led Ernesto to us. And then he did three years of binging. I'm not being self-deprecating when I say this, but if I heard three years of episodes of this show, I think I would really start to dislike me by the end. If I listened, <laughs> you do? if I binged That's... three years of episodes, you know how uh, much be, that is? You'd be tired of yourself. Exactly. But, but you wouldn't dislike. I, I, I uh, I'd you... be so tired of myself that I would start to find me irritating. But I, you and... know, then again, I've had 41 years of myself and I'm not sick of myself yet, but that's been spaced out over a long period of time. I think it's also I'm your... actually in my head all day. Actually, I take back what I said because yeah. I've been living with myself and my thoughts yeah, so you... and my point of view my entire life. I've only known that point of yes, view. Yes, right. And I'm still not sick of myself. <laughs> right, right. So maybe also... I could binge listen to the show for three years, you know, three years of shows, and I would still like me. Well, also people like people do like you after listening to. There's so many shorties that listen, and I'm, I mean, like, and they. No, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying people don't like me. I'm saying <laughs> just the sheer volume of content. All at once. Of, I know. Yes, that's a lot. It would. I'm sure he takes breaks. I'm sure he takes non. I hope uh, he sleeps. <laughs> um, if he doesn't, if he's just constantly, I also imagine it. It would be very surreal to then hear us talking about him. You know, like I think that about. Um, you know, when I like when I talk to Fred Savage or oh God, certainly Michael J. Fox or anyone, Leah Thompson, you know, anyone I knew speaking of Back to the Future. We get it. You know a lot of famous people <laughs> from the past. Um, and it's a good would you rather would you rather date the perfect partner and find out that they're rivals? I, I, I this is a good one. I know my answer and, and it's it's funny. Why, do you do you have yours? Because well, yeah, 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 I have an answer. I've been thinking about this because Kate, uh, sh she reminded me of something funny that happened early on in our relationship. We, she said, if there was something that if you found out it, found it out about me, you would not want to be with me. You know, if it was like, you know, she she said short of murder or something. I said, I think I'd be okay if you murdered somebody. <laughs> um, but uh, she said, what about littering? If I just was like blatantly littering. I, and or, I, and that'd be bad. That'd, that'd be bad. bad. I, I think that was the one that we landed on. That'd be tough. Or if she was in the clan. Yes, that would be, I think. That'd be a deal breaker. A non-starter. I think. <laughs> no, it would be. It would. No, it would be. Uh, it would be. I, we, we were driving uh, on you know, these LA freeways yesterday and there was a car in front of us, an SUV that just started tossing stuff out the window and it was mm, obviously that's, enraging that's tough for me that's Oof. really tough for me oh littering is one of the <laughs> that like riles me up more I know. than a lot of things yeah me too uh so that would be tough but wearing if if you know and i found out kate's a, in, for example kate is a, a cowboys fan i never thought i'd root for the dallas cowboys i just never thought that would happen and i find myself kind of uh that's my nfc team well, let's put it um, in the proper context. He said, let's say you found out that she was a fan of the rival team of the Jets. The Cowboys aren't a rival of the Jets. So let's say, so let's say it's the Dolphins or the Patriots. Uh -huh. um, so that's what I'm imagining in my life. I'm imagining if Margaret gave a shit about football, which she doesn't. <laughs> uh -huh. But let's say she did. She's really into it. And she uh -huh. was a... For me, I hate... Sorry, Ernesto. I, I, the Dolphins are my least favorite team. Even more than the Patriots, because when I was a kid, the Dolphins uh, just devastated me so many mm -hmm. times. And the Patriots weren't yeah. good yet um, when I was a little kid. So yeah. I have memories of, of 
literally crying um, after Dan Marino just like oh, destroyed the, was the that Jets. The, the fake, the fake, um, yes, spike? the fake, the fake spike game. Oh, I don't know if I cried then. I was a little older then, but but See, it was you were a bigger um, Jets fan. Yeah, you're a was. more you're a you're a more long term Jets fan than I. When I was a kid, I liked another team, so. Uh, I'm not as hardcore a, a fan as you, and I remember kind of liking the the uh, Dolphins. I loved Dan Marino, and I thought it was I Mark Duber and Mark Clayton, those wide receivers. You love the uniforms. You love the uh, yes. the teal. I did. I did. I like in Miami. I was always like fascinated by Florida. It was so exotic to me. Um, so I liked the Cowboys, and you know I wouldn't care to wear. So so that's it. Is date the perfect partner, find out that they're rival teams or wear a rival sports jersey everywhere you go. So imagining let's say she's a big Dolphins fan and she uh-huh. like rubbed it in my face when the Jets weren't good every Sunday, whatever, you know. Yeah. That would I might find that annoying. Yes. I might. But, but you also might enjoy the fact that you can like watch football together. Yeah, uh, we no, I don't think so. I mean I can. I, I'd rather watch football with her when she's a little bit more of a neutral observer. I think, and like wants me to be happy and like wants my team to win because it doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. It's too antagonistic. Like watching Jets Patriots games with Patriots fans. Oh. I don't really find that fun. It's like I not know. pleasurable for me. So it's I bad enough getting those texts from Togo. Yeah, I don't. I don't enjoy it. But um, like our father is. Uh, it, our father doesn't really have a favorite team either. So. And he like admittedly, he likes front runners. He's a front runner. He like he roots for teams that are good. So throughout the last twenty years, he's called himself a Patriots fan because they've been really good. So that kind of irritates me when he when he'll text me like, "Oh, it looks like uh, the Patriots played well today." Because I know he doesn't really care too. That's he's just kind of like rubbing my face in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't care really. What I would care about is wearing a jersey for a year. Yeah. Or like. The paraphernalia, and it doesn't even, I don't even care if it's a dolphin. It could be a Jets jersey. Yeah. I don't like the idea. This is wearing, this is my real answer to the question. Of wearing jerseys. I don't like the idea of wearing, of non-members of the team yeah, wearing, I know. wearing the jerseys. It's I think a there's little... something really, I like no, nothing against people who do it. <laughs> Everyone has the right to do it. I've yeah. always found it, especially when adults do it, especially when adults who are, who really look like they're not football players, you know what I mean? Are wearing yes. a jersey. Yes. There's something yes. about that 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 is like, I know, cr- cringy to me. It makes me laugh a little bit whenever I see somebody with the jersey of a very impressive athlete who is not built like a very impressive athlete. Uh, yes, I'll just say that. And um, uh, but but when kids do it, of course, I think it's really charming and. Yeah, that's different. I don't. I'm not talking about kids with the jersey thing. It, and it's also just a personal choice. I I wouldn't feel comfortable wearing a jersey for a day, let what alone it, every day for a year. And it, like I said, it doesn't really matter whether it's a Dolphins jersey as much as I dislike the team or a team that I like. I just mm-hmm. don't want to wear a jersey. That's I know. more. That's more of what it is for me. I, I think if I were to wear a jersey, I can I can imagine myself wearing the jersey of a player who is long since n- not playing. Like like a throwback jersey. Like I have this I have this Charles Barkley jersey from the Suns that it's I like to wear when I'm like doing work in the yard. It's uh it's nice and mesh and and I think it's kinda cool. It's like a fun throwback. I miss that time in basketball and Yeah, um, but you're wearing that in a different way. You're wearing that as a sort of retro yeah, I nostalgic guess. piece like yeah. kind of a wink to your childhood. But if you wore it like a John like, Morant. Like you were going out to a bar to meet your friends and you yeah. Like, yeah, I, I know. know. 
It's, I know. Look, personal preference. It's my personal. I don't For know. Me, if the Jets, personally, me per- if the Jets get in the playoffs, it would be fun to wear a Jets jersey, like a Mark Gastineau jersey or something. By the way, if the Jets did well this year, uh-huh. I would wear a jersey if I thought that there was any way that that would make them play better. Really? Like I, as much as I would feel embarrassed wearing it, uh-huh. if, if someone told me that my wearing a jersey every day for a year, let's say, would allow the Jets to win the Super Bowl, I might have to think about doing it. Do you want to make a bet that involves wearing a jersey? Sure. Okay. This how is about our this? first life is shorter bet. Okay. If the Jets make the playoffs, then um, you, I have to wear a jersey every day for a week, the week of their playoff, uh, up until the first playoff game. Okay. What do and I have if, to do? And if they don't, then you have to wear a jersey for two weeks. I would take that bet because I'm pretty confident they're going to make the playoffs. Okay. All right. That, All right. How about just a week and week? A week and week. I, I just thought you should have to do it for two weeks only because like you'd you'd be getting a good thing either way. And it's probably the odds of them making the playoffs are higher than the odds. Exactly. That they want you mean All you right. should give me the All odds? All right. Okay. Two weeks. Two weeks. Right, shake. Zoom shake. Virtual handshake. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, and your jersey, we get to pick the the, play, the player jersey. Your jersey is the, an O.J. Simpson jersey. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> do, you, do you think anyone wears an O.J. Simpson jersey? I'm sure, yeah. Uh, you, let's see, well, that's a good question. Well, if I had to make you wear a jersey. Um, no, we I get think to. Tom, Tom Brady would be funny. Uh, because it would highlight no. how much you don't look like him. It would it would just draw <laughs> it would draw attention to the fact that you don't have his face. It's it's an immediate comparison. Like, oh, that's part of Tom Brady, but the arms and oh, and then I turn around and it's like, oh, and the face is nothing like. No, no, we get to pick our jerseys. You have a better sense of humor than Tom Brady. I hope so. I, I hope there's so. something that like kind of evens it up. Um, anyway, oh, anyway, anywho, is that it? Is that, is that the okay. end of the letter? That's the end of the letter. Yeah. So he says, nice. um, oh, it was the voicemail. I mean, voicemail. So what a great, thank you, oh, yeah. Ernesto. I just lost my mind for a second. That concludes the abdomen. And now it is time for the Tuesday teas. But before we do the Tuesday teas, let us say that if someone wants to call, if anyone wants to call in and leave a message like Ernesto just kindly left, uh, the number to do that is 323-364-0966. <laughs> Six six, and you get to hear our intrepid um, senior producer Mish uh, when you call. So you get a little a little taste of her voice when you yes. call that number. Time yes. for the Tuesday teas. Okay. Our guest this coming Tuesday is so married fun for me too because I yes I get to play along. She is married. She's a uh, wonderful actress who is married to a friend of the show, a good friend of the show, I would say. Oh, hey. Someone who was on the show very early on in its uh, infancy, the first few months of the show. He is your friend in real life, and he is uh, he is himself an iconic actor. They're an iconic acting couple. Oh so God! Oh that's my God! The tease. Justin just got it. Oh, Jesus, which is exciting. Yes, I got it, and I'm excited for people to hear. She's that was a good tease. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, so everyone have a good weekend and we will talk to you on Tuesday. And thank you to Ernesto and to Jero and everyone and to Jerry for listening and to everyone else for listening. Um, see you with that, with that fun guest on Tuesday. Life could be a dream. Life could be a dream. Ooh. 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 Ooh.
Life is Shorter is hosted by us, Justin and... And Christian Long. Long. It's also produced by Christian Long, as well as Megan Monaco, Jennifer Sulkis. Senior producer is Michelle... Mish. Lands, audio engineer. Sergio Enriquez. We got two executive producers on this puppy. Dave Easton and Marshall Louie. For Wondery. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Life is Short ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart, or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.